artists, especially those working with lenses, are inextricable from the world. There's this kind of image oblivion that, that happens when marginalized people are not really photographed. I'm infatuated with the idea of the encounter. What's kind of wonderful about dodging and burning tools, of course, is that they're meant to be invisible. Enthusiasm, love, a desire to record. You have to have the courage to find the world beautiful. Welcome to the Lightwork Podcast. I'm Shane Lavalette, director of Lightwork. As an artist-run, nonprofit organization, Lightwork has been supporting emerging and under-recognized artists working in photography since 1973. We host an international residency program, a public access lab facility, and showcase artists' work through exhibitions and publications, including Contact Sheet, one of the longest-running photography journals in the world. Consider supporting the mission of the organization by becoming a subscriber to Contact Sheet today, online at lightwork.org. Over the years, Lightwork's multiple galleries have featured over 500 exhibitions. Each year, four exhibitions are installed in our main gallery, the Kathleen O. Ellis Gallery, accompanied by a printed issue of Contact Sheet. In recent years, along with each exhibition, we've asked our exhibiting artists to take a few minutes to discuss their work and some of the ideas that drive their creative practice. You can see the work of these artists in the pages of Contact Sheet or on our website at lightwork.org. We hope you enjoy listening. My name is Justina Badach. I'm an artist based in Philadelphia and a fourth-generation refugee who immigrated to the United States in 1980. Since 2015, I have been utilizing images found in ISIS's recruitment films as a source material for my work entitled Land of Epic Battles, which is also the title given to one of the videos created by ISIS's own news media agency, Amok. This body of work grew out of a previous series entitled Epic Film Stills that focused on single frames of empty landscape images found in macho films like Wyatt Earp and Young Guns. As a woman and immigrant, I found the subject of such films very alienating and an excellent starting point or raw material for the creation of work. Epic Film Stills was well received and exhibited at White Columns in 2001, the opening occurring just a few days before the catastrophic attack on the Twin Towers. Because White Columns is in Lower Manhattan, the show was closed shortly after the attack. In late 2014, I became interested in revisiting the idea of masculine narratives in film, especially examining films after that industry had undergone enormous changes thanks to direct streaming and YouTube channels. It was in the context of these newly available channels of distribution that ISIS had started their own news media company, Amok and certainly the content they were creating, which could only be described as masculine impulse in overdrive, fit into the context of my previous work. The fact that these videos are created for an almost exclusively male audience made them even more interesting. My goal was to create a series of large-scale, handmade images using photographic media and gunpowder. The use of gunpowder as a material was critical and I undertook a year of testing various processes to get the desired results. Gunpowder is not stable, and it's highly unpredictable when combined with photographic emulsions. In the end, 
It was by sheer luck that I found a combination of materials that worked. As a starting point for this project, I spend hours scouring sites that provide direct stream access to ISIS productions. Many of their films are sequential and produced with a high level of skills. Working from the position of both sensor and video editor, I isolate the single frames depicting sites that serve as backdrops for ISIS's ritualistic displays of male camaraderie, acts of violence, and mutilations. The resulting screen captures do not overtly show the acts of mutilation and violence. Instead, the images are organized into groups that give form to the do-it-yourself, infowar-coded lexicon of ISIS's methods, signs, and symbols. Through the coded iconography of these groupings and the destructive potential of the gunpowder that is used to make the images, the violence of the source material is registered, suggested, but not seen. The title for each image is taken from the ISIS episode in which the image appeared, drawing our attention back to the horrific acts disseminated by these streams. These titles, such as Next Cutting, Crush Your Enemies, or My Revenge, lend context and form to what at first glance may seem like a series of random objects and sights. An image that resembles a graphite drawing of an empty truck in the desert or a helicopter hovering in a cloud-filled sky is innocuous until the viewer is told that the context is ISIS-produced and the truck is actually a bomb. During the time that I have been working on this series, access to the videos has become increasingly restricted. As the United States and Russia engage in a full-fledged media war with ISIS, they have attempted to shut down secondary sites that show ISIS-generated materials. This has resulted in Amok delivering their content directly to viewers through encrypted subscription channels, which make it impossible to trace and stop the source. Most recently, it has been reported that U.S. drones in Syria had killed the head of Amok and that their main producer was captured in Germany. The quality of the videos has changed, although not the violent content, which seems to have only increased. How or if this will have any effect on the future of the images that I make remains to be seen. Thanks for tuning in to the Lightwork podcast. Lightwork's community lab facility in Syracuse, New York, provides a space for artists to come together, share ideas, learn about photography, and make new work. If you're an artist, Lightwork Lab can also make exhibition quality prints, scans, or retouch your work for you. Connect with the lab online at lightwork.org lab. If you'd like to support this podcast, consider Lightwork's fine print program. Featuring exclusive signed prints starting at just $300, buying from our online shop is an excellent way to further your personal art collection while supporting Lightwork's mission of offering opportunities to emerging and underrecognized artists working in photography. Browse our selection of limited edition prints, signed books, and contact sheet at lightwork.org shop. If you can't support us financially, consider telling two friends about this podcast.